It's fine, it's fine, you know, it's a Friday. You want to get drunk tomorrow for National Rose Day. It's cool. So this is your host, Tim A, on episode 36 of Who That 242 on the Podcast Network. Shout out to our podcast to our sponsor Alive for Bigger. But this is a pretty good one needs plenty of screen time. I could I could dig it. Alive the the bigger better network. We are game changers. Shout out to my sponsor. And today we have my home slides, my buddy, my car, my Chris, my business partner, everything. Play things to get into. Chris Candia, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Timmy? I'm, I'm good. It's so much, so we have so much places we could start, but I want to get into certain things people want to know about you. So you was in China for like ten years, and I want to start that journey. How how does a, a Sinan's brown skin gal go from? You know, um, you know, like I say, I've been schooled uh, channel for basically a decade because um, and we've talked about so much times how, how that has really um, that has really um, uh, changed your. For, for instance, like Marvel movies, you missed so many things because you're trying to. Yes, I was like, I was so on the loop because I used to be going to the theaters in China and watching these movies and be like, oh, that's a good movie. Sometimes the plot was a little off, but all right. And then I re like I think that was during COVID. I decided to rewatch all of them in chronological order, and I was like, "What? Like when did all of this happen?" And I was like, "Oh, China. They edited this stuff out." Like, so, just so my perspective about... on a lot of things are different. Mm. So why why China? Like, what what, what made you say, "Bye, I want to learn Mandarin"? Well, I did not say I want to go learn Mandarin. So when I was younger, my uncles had a junkie shop and they did a lot of trading back and forth with China. And so they always would say to us, like at family videos and stuff, y'all need to learn Mandarin. China's going to be the next world power. And then also I think they just wanted one of us to learn so they could have a free translator for their trip. And after I came back from New York, because I did two years in New York, after I came back from New York, I was working for the bank, didn't really like it. I decided to do something like just for myself, just something that I felt like I actually liked. And COB was offering these independent Mandarin courses. I took up, well, I signed up, did it. Um, and the teacher actually applied for a scholarship to China for me. Because I wasn't doing it. I was like, what? I didn't horrible at like this. Like, <laughs> no way I'm getting a scholarship. And I was one of the five people that got a scholarship. Awesome. Went to China, went to Nanjing. Don't recommend. Uh, but while I was in Nanjing, I visited Shanghai for a weekend. And that weekend turned into 10 years. Jeez. And then China, I know you were like an event company. But when you finished classes, yeah. talk to me about no, not only you on your side of the world, you also in speaking the first language. You begin with these high, high budget, high um, octane events. It's awesome about that experience. Yeah. So, one thing I could say that I love about going to school in China because I studied my marketing degree there. It's a lot of practical and theory. And here, when we do practical, it's like okay, you have a make believe company and do some make believe business plan. 
but no, they're like, no, we're sending you to these offices. You're going to apply to be a marketing intern and you are going to be working. So my first internship was with Chanel Asia marketing team. And while I was on that internship, the lady who was in charge of us, she was like, yo, like you have a real gift for this. Like I'm going to put you in contact with one of my friends. One thing with Chinese people, they never like boast. So she's just like one of my friends. So I'm like, okay, cool. Next thing you know, I'm walking into freaking BMW Asia and I'm on the team for the first Formula One in Shanghai. And I'm like, maybe I do know what I'm doing if they want to put this on me. So shortly after, I started my own marketing firm because we also had a lot of foreigners who would try to have events in China, but always meet roadblocks either because they mistranslated something or they get to a point where there's nobody who can translate for them to make the event actually happen. So I was like, oh, well, this is a niche market that I can tap into, which I did. And that ended up me, me being a pivotal part in a lot of Western performers performing in China for the first time. Like, and I mean, because like they would have like a Mariah Carey or the Elton John, like the big stars. But we were able to bring like Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. And this is like early years, Bruno Mars. And this yeah. is like, I didn't know who Anderson Pack was when I was planning the concert for Anderson Pack. And now it's like, Everybody knows his name. Smoking out the window. Right. Um, they tried to do some of the problematic people. We couldn't get them. We were able to do like stuff with Travis Scott before he became big. I think when I was leaving, they were planning a Drake situation, but then COVID happened shortly after I left. So I don't know how that came off. But we also were able to start Storm EDM Music Festival, which started as it started as a drunk night, us just babbling off stuff in our friend, drawing up these crazy looking stages and ended as a huge EDM festival that catered to 1.5 million people in like a big vacant forest, essentially, with five stages, five custom stages. Mm. And like the place was so huge, like you could be at this stage, at this concert, and you could not hear anything that was going on in the other concert area basically like, like a, a ultra would allow essentially yes 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 so that was great because they'd never had anything like that before and by the time as i left when we were on year four we had expanded to four cities in asia mm. so that would probably be like my proudest moment in working with events and marketing and liquor. but i was always the liquor girl i was always the one that got you the drinks I got us the specials, like, mm -hmm. yeah, because I like to drink. So speaking about drinking, you have your own podcast, Perfect Pair. So talk to me about, you know, wanting to right. get a podcast together to edu educate, educate your fellow yeah. beings on how it is to, to, to actually drink wine, not just by the birds and the beads and the juventus. Yeah. So that came about because Alex, the meteor weather girl, when me and her first became, like, started hanging out and becoming friends, like, she always does this thing in the restaurant where she doesn't know what to drink. Like she, she wants wine. She look at the wine menu. She's reading it and she's like, I don't really understand what any of this means. Like which one is red, which one is white. And I would like literally like riddle off everything on the menu, like and break it down in a way for her to understand. And even like the bartenders and stuff would be like, yo, you ever thought about 
like actually doing this because we have many people that come in and they don't know. And sometimes if it's a new waiter, the waiter also doesn't know. So like they cannot read that it says Provence Rosé 2017 and be able to guess what the flavor profile is going to be or if it's going to match with your food. So we came up with the perfect pair podcast. We tried to target a different, well, right now we've been focused on wines because most people have been asking us about wines, but also getting into cocktails, alcohols, liquors, food pairings. I know a lot of Bahamians wonder about what native dishes pair well with wine. I feel like a lot of us, when it comes to our native food, we'll just make a mixed drink or not drink anything with it because we don't know what's going to clash with it. So that's one of the things that I try to do, like Pinot Grigio, conch salad top 10 pairing like Pino Grigio and Conks and Conks Wow. Hmm. You gotta try it. So before before we go on to my sponsor, my, my producer wants you to turn off your phone off and off so people can hear you. Oh. Yeah. But so we shout out our sponsor Alive uh, Believe in Best and they got this promotion going on called Bring Your Own Device. And so we who need a new phone, you know, if I got a phone from the States or from the other people, then bring your phone to life and you save on postpaid or prepaid. <laughs> Sorry, producer, saying you asked for Shout out to Leslie Miller. Um, but bring your bring your phone. Uh, and if you're going prepaid or postpaid, you will get savings. So, you know, it don't make sense because then people ain't giving you no, no savings. So come where it is to be best. And see me ever said this whole 11. I need to get me one 13 now, you know. But um, so Chris. The reason why we really hear is that a branch off of Perfect Pair is P3 Productions, with the first event being tomorrow during National Rose Day. Yes. And before we just go on to that, just talk about, you know, there's there are really four alcohol purveyors in the country, and you've been blessed to work with or for three. And, you know, um, just talk oh, about Yeah. You didn't even realize that, eh? No. <laughs> before you've worked for three. Yeah. Um, so that, that unique experience though all of that has really like imprinted on you to be able to, 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 to people might be people might say who you is tell me about wine but you know you talk about your china experience like i just said from from 2018 you've worked with the three of the biggest three to four talking yeah. about that unique experience yeah i moved back home december 17 2018 17. yeah and i started working with cbl the 21st the 21st 2018 of december and that will always be interesting to me because I didn't even, my, my luggage hadn't even arrived yet. And people <laughs> had, they were like, no, you need to get to work right now. So CBL was an amazing experience. Shout out to my CBL family. Always love them. They gave, because I had alcohol experience from being in China. But like most people who travel know, just because it's available where you are doesn't mean it's available everywhere. So I had to get myself acquainted with what was available in this market. And CBL, anybody who's worked with CBL will know, they just threw me straight into the deep end of the Atlantic Ocean and it was sink <laughs> or swim. And luckily I built me a yacht. So <laughs> that was amazing. I dealt with maybe like 200 different wines. What all those distributors did Remy, did Stoli, was on Hennessy. Did Hendrix, Glenfiddich, Mr. Boston, like all of those. 
So basic, like working at CBL was really good to help me get acquainted with, get reacquainted, I should say, with what Bahamians like, what Bahamians are interested in, and what, I don't want to say lacking, but where there's room for growth. Mm -hmm. Because I noticed now with the generations, like our age group right now, we're more on that discovery phase. I feel like when you first start drinking, you just coconut rum. You drink and get coconut drunk. Drink and get drunk. Drink and get lit. You're trying to party. Right. You and then at some point you pick your favorite drink, your safest one, and you just ride with that until you reach to this age when you're like, okay, let me try something else. Or I want to, you know, sophist like sophisticate my palate a little bit. So you try to get explorative, and then you get to like my dad those generation where they already know what they're drinking. They know what cigar going with it. They're not drinking anything else. Like they'll try something, but at the end of the day, when you go to their house, their preferred is sitting on the shelf. Like I know my daddy likes vodka. So Kettle One, Stoli, Nemiroff. He's always gonna have those. My uncle Maro, he well, he's a connoisseur of rums and whiskeys. But for my generation, a lot of people, when they'll come with me to my family events, they'll look at the bar and they'll be like, I don't know what half of this stuff is, so I don't know what to drink. And I think that's something that all of the liquor houses have sort of like fallen down on. They're sort of just putting the product on the shelves and expecting the consumer to know what they want. And no fault to them, because if you go in our liquor stores, it's a lot of things like nobody has time to run through every single one of them. So that's one thing I did notice whilst working in the industry. And then when I left CBL, I went to Sands. I was working on bears, but even so, because people already knew me from doing wines and spirits, they still kept coming to me, asking me like, Oh, what to do? What should I have here? What should I put there? What like, so now I'm, with a house, well, partnering with a house that is, they're new and they're young and they're fresh. They're what, two years old this year? Basically barely. Yeah. Right. They're young, they're fresh. They have time to educate. They don't have too many products as yet. So they give you the free will to do what you want, to come and up with I like about them is that they actually, all of their stuff is, as, a, as in the name, Caribbean Wives and Spirits, their stuff is from like Trinidad and stuff. So this, this is actually a- yeah. Connected to our West Indian roots type of right, thing. right, because they have Angostura and they have the white oak. And like previously, you only was getting Angostura if you went to Carnival. Yeah, like now, real Trinidad, Trinidad Carnival goes and like, right, really know about Angostura and white oak. And now we'll have it available locally. So I love that. And plus, Angostura coconut rum is the best coconut rum I've ever experienced in my life. Mm. And then when it comes to their wines, I feel like it's also very affordable. Like you can get a good bottle of wine at the same price that you would get, like Alex would say, the foot on the bottle. So <laughs> that's true. That's, that's what it is, the foot in the, in the bottle. So I love that too, because I feel like us young millennials, like, yeah, we working and we look like we making money, but we really ain't, yeah. but we still want to have nice things. So if we could get a good bottle at a good price, we should be able to do that. So tomorrow is like I said, National Rosy Day. Just talk to us, and I know you did. And I will send people to go watch a part. But just talk about talk about the the um, 
Champagne, the sparkling wines, so the wines that we'll be intaking tomorrow at Flamingos at 11 o'clock. Please buy your tickets. Mobile Assist, $60, all you can drink rosé. Thank you, because I didn't have to, I don't have to really let off now. Um, but yes, tomorrow we, well, the flyers are International Rosé Day, and it's actually National Rosé Day. But it don't matter. We taking it international tomorrow. Cool. So, tomorrow, cool. so tomorrow we're having our Rosé Day event at Flamingos, like Timmy said. And we just, because I don't know if everybody knows, but there are like about 15 different versions of Rosé. Once the wine is pink, once it is a mix of red and white wines, once it is white wine touched by red grapes, it can be considered a rosé, no matter what color on the spectrum it is. So we decided to go with three that all fall in the bubbly category because who doesn't love bubbles? Mm -hmm. So we'll have our Capasaldo, which is a rosé Prosecco. Then we have Poema, which is a rosé cava. And then we have Bouvet, which is a rosé champagne. So I'm going to just say this right now before the questions come. Rosé, cava, prosecco, all the same. All the same grapes. Champagne, French. Cava, Spanish. Prosecco, Italian. So, yes. You can only call it Prosecco if the grapes are from Prosecco. You can only call it Champagne if the champagne if the grapes are from Champagne. Whatever drama. It's all bubbly. It all tastes good. My favorite is probably the Poema. Alex and Jade, who's going to be our host, her favorite is the Bouvet. And everyone will have the opportunity to come and taste it tomorrow. Because one thing that we get on our podcast, people are like, oh, when are y'all going to have something so we can taste these things? We don't know where to find these things. So... Y'all could come tomorrow, taste them with us, ask us your questions, talk with the perfect pair, talk with Tim A. And yeah, it's going to be fun. Before you get here, uh, and as, I don't know as much as we can say, but we are, we as in PC and Tim A are having two more events this summer. Um, So I'll let the boss divulge how much I don't want to get a shoot tomorrow. So I, <laughs> what you could talk about what we are allowed to talk about, please. Okay. So. One thing anybody who works with me knows, if you take me off the leash, I'm running. And CWS let me off the leash. So, so far, that's on the books for the rest of the summer. We will be having an Angostura event um, towards the end of this month. And then we plan to bring another Angostura event, a White Oak party that you will need a swimmy for in August. So everybody can look out for those things. But we also have a few product launches in the pipeline towards the end of the year. So you can look out for a lot of things from P3 coming up. So follow the Perfect Pair podcast on Instagram. That's where we'll be doing updates. We're not gonna make another page. Um, follow me, follow Alex. You'll get updates on what's happening and when they're happening. But we, we I don't wanna say too much because the way my mind works, how I have it planned today might change tomorrow. So closer to the event, you'll have more details about what's actually going to happen. But for sure, the last Thursday of this month, there will be a flyer yes. next week. Just just put it in the calendar. Don't do nothing. The last Thursday of this month. We yes, if you love aged rum and you like cigars and pretty people, the last Thursday of this month. And it's payday. 
So I don't have no excuses. Yeah, you get you no know, slapping up. You can't tell me, oh no, 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 you'll have money. You have- <laughs> Before we get here, let people know what you're actually drinking right now. Oh, so right now I'm drinking one of the wines from CWF. It is the St. Francis Molo. It retails for I think about $25. You can find it at Island Wines and Village Road Liquors. That's another thing. If you're all if you're looking for any wines from Caribbean Wines and Spirits, you will definitely find it in those two liquor stores. They be running us down for the restocks. So this has been episode 36 of Food at Two for Two, sponsored by Live Game Changers. See you all tomorrow on National Rose Day with me, Alexa. Oh, and if you didn't know, our producer, Mr. Captain Comfort, will be bringing the vibes. Yes, he'll so be bringing the vibes. And oh, see somebody's buy tickets. So hey, we hey, you only have capacity. Y'all buy those tickets because we so, have limited. That is one thing that I need to make clear. Mm-hmm. We have limited space with P three. I do not. I personally do not like going to an event or a party, and I cannot move. I do not like being crammed. So all of my events will have a cap. When I reach that number, no one else is getting in the door because I will not jeopardize the experience for everyone else just to make extra money. So if you're planning to come, if you're talking about coming, you and your group chat with your girls or your guys, and you're like, oh yeah, all us going. One of y'all right now go buy your tickets. You're going home. Money is good, but we ain't about to crown the place because we no, because we want to give you guys an experience, and we don't want y'all down there saying, "Oh, and that was so cock." No, no. So buy your tickets, please, 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 please buy your tickets. I don't want nobody crying at the door tomorrow. Buy your tickets. Yeah. So no slapping up. So we'll see you tomorrow. And we out. Bye. Who that? What? Who that? Who that?